Hey, I'm Jim. My name is Michael. And he's Michael. Uh, this is 50% Facts. If you were tuning in for something else, you're just probably in the right place and just didn't know it, is what I'm thinking. That happens. Yeah. You're like cruising for whatever, and, and then you come across an ice cream shop, and now you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Exactly where you're supposed to be. Ex- exactly. Um, so this thing, okay, so, you know, we're recording next week's episode because I'm on vacation next week. But a thing just happened to us that we think is pretty freaking cool. Every time I say freaking, I always think of um, Austin Powers. Frick yeah, baby. Uh, Poor Austin Powers. He's coming out with something. What was it? Oh, uh, Mike Myers? Yeah. And it looked really good. Fuck. I don't know. I think it was a cartoon. Oh, possibly. Fuck, I forgot what it was, but it looked kind of good. Yeah. I was very disappointed. I watched Buzz Lightyear last night. Oh, not good? Just not what I wanted. Oh, you were... were Less of you were looking for more of a Toy Story flavor, or know, less of a know. less of a kids thing. No, yeah, they're, they're, I felt like it was very kid for Toy Story. You know, Toy Story always slips a few. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel, and maybe I was I wasn't paying a hundred percent attention, but it wasn't it. I don't know what it was. I thought it was going to be my shit because uh-huh. I like Shreky stuff. You know, where they slip a few. Yeah, I yeah. love a uh, uh, Toy Story where they slip a few, and then now we're in a sci-fi world yeah. right up my alley. I was like, oh, combo of everything I love. I love Chris Evans. Yeah, I mean, he was f- fine. It was all fine. Yeah. It just wasn't it. I'm finding myself, we're, I think that we're we're in the era of uh, things that are either, you know, media, whatever, that's either fine or it's excellent. Yeah, which is good, right? Yeah. And there's probably trash. We just just tend to, because Netflix makes it easy. You used to, I, whoa! If I like going to the movies, I like going to the movies, and I would go see trash. Yeah, I wouldn't mind because I yeah. like going to the movies. But now Netflix, there's so many options. Chances are that you click on trash is low. Ish, yeah, right, yeah, like trash, trash. It, it'll end yeah. up being fine, right? Be fine. Because there's a, a hundred thousand things to yeah. choose from. Where it's, back in the day, there's five movies, and if you already saw the hitter, yeah, now what? You're gonna go watch a movie. Or even TV. There's yeah. three fucking channels. You're going to end up clicking on some shit. Yeah. Where I think that's maybe why we're in that era. Um, yeah. I keep hearing a lot of people talk about the rehearsal. Hmm. Have you heard about that? No. Uh, I'm not going to get into it because it's because uh, I haven't seen any part of it at all. But And I'm very confused by it. But it's kind of comedy, I guess. I don't know. A lot of yeah. things just don't even call to me based on... Just like previews and shit sometimes. It, it's, it's got like a reality component to it. Oh. But. Uh, that I like. Yeah. You, you, uh, our barber was telling me about it. Yeah. Uh, the Massonomics guys were talking about it. All right. Um, actually, the thing that I was going to bring up, though, is that we were just presented with all up in here. Da-da. California State Resolution? Yeah. Is that the official? From assembly, the assembly Resolution. Yeah. yeah. From the assembly for Third Street Barbell because Third Street Barbell is awesome. And um, uh, Philip Chen, who is the uh, assembly member. And a Third Street member. And a Third Street member, says that we are his favorite gym in the whole world. And if you go to camera four, you can see a picture of us and the resolution here at Third Street Barbell with Philip. And uh, we super appreciate this because... uh, you know, <laughs> more than we originally intended. This gym is a labor of love. We want everybody to to feel comfortable here, to love being here. Yeah. And uh, when somebody tells us we we accomplished that, especially somebody who's accomplished, we feel pretty good about that. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see the tie because Jim's basically a Sacramentoian, in, uh, although half his life was not here. I'm, I'm been here. 28 years now um and like growing up the capital never like felt like the capital obviously i was in the suburbs so it was a little different but um this kind of stuff reminds you like oh damn like we're in one of the biggest baddest states yeah and now we're like a part of it yeah actually a part of it and i I ride i literally go by the capital every single morning on the way here um and every single day on the way home but it still doesn't like click you know it's just a pretty white building when you're driving by it but that real shit's going on with real folks and real business yeah, Phil is. Um, we should tell you that Phil is jacked. Uh, he is pretty jacked, and I th- I think we're gonna have him on the show here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I never thought of that. 
I, I well, you know, here's the thing. Both neither one of us like to ask people who we perceive as being busy yeah. to do a thing just for us. True. True. But he likes fitness. Um, fitness is a big part of his life and, and what he believes in. And then and then obviously it helps just to get your voice out anywhere. You know, he's trying to do good things and make changes. So I'm sure. I'm so, sure he'd be down to chat. I don't know when or where, but we'll make it happen. I mean, I do know where. I don't know when. Where <laughs> probably, we'll be here. Probably right here. Yeah, right probably here, in the recording studio. Right here in the in the non-smoking smoking lounge. Yeah. So we'll make that happen. Yeah. So um, We might have a guest. Yeah. So I... Uh, no, I mean at the door. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Hello. And we're back. So... um. Listening to some of our friends who podcast uh, talk about top powerlifters of all time, I started to think about how subjective that is anyway, how era-based that is, whatever, whatever. And compared to other sports, it's probably easier, but it's still kind of hard. Yeah, easier, but still kind of hard. Right, because like basketball, like... You're like even baseball. You can do a little better because it's so stats based. Yeah, basketball. You're like, all right, the, the best player, or did he make his team better, or was he the best shooter? Like, there's so many other things involved. For baseball, you can start to break it down at least, like pitching, mm-hmm. stat game, mm-hmm. batting, stat game. Mm-hmm. Um, soccer even more complicated because there's yeah. a million positions. Some dudes literally just don't score. Football even more complicated. 80% of the motherfuckers don't even touch the ball. Yeah. You know, like they're not even yeah. capable of half the shit. Right. At least baseball, most cats are batting. Powerlifting, the simplest to probably compare. But now we got federations, we got drugs, mm-hmm. and we have really big, at least one big era of rule change from like 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s, I believe is when it happened to now. Yeah. With like chasing yourself in the flight. Mm-hmm. two-hour weigh-ins for the big dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being said, I still think you can compare better in powerlifting. Then you can. In, yeah, in you can make a call. Sports. You yeah. can make a call. Because two-hour to 24-hour weigh-ins, to me, that's like kind of obsolete because like obviously it makes a difference. Right. Um, but if you just fit your weight class, you fit your weight class. Right? Like yeah. if you chose that weight class, that's on you. I didn't force you to do this crazy cut. That's you know correct. what I mean? Yeah. Um, where that's like saying an era of basketball where everyone was 5'10", mm-hmm. right? Like that's forced, <laughs> which wasn't the case, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, so that, the barbell difference, yeah, that sucks. Like, yeah, our barbells are better now. Less whip on a squat bar, more whip on a deadlift bar. But is that there, a make or breaker? There might be a little bit more science behind training in a way that actually makes a difference now, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't know if that goes into the account of uh, – best or not to me no no and so i started thinking about just how it's so subjective anyway let's go really subjective and let's talk about who inspires you who is your most inspirational and i started at 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 power lifter but you broadened it out to athlete and i'm entirely comfortable with that because that's how i talk because like Magic Johnson's and Muhammad Ali are like two of my favorite athletes all time. Yeah. And yeah, you could argue, you could definitely throw them in a greatest of all time conversations. It's not like they're, you yeah. know, C list all time. Yeah. Um, but I've never like just wanted like the best. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was the greatest because he said he was. Yeah. True. And I, I'm old enough to remember a time when people didn't use the expression goat. I feel like how much people use that is very new. Yeah, it's like too much. Like yeah. somebody's been around for fifteen yeah. minutes, and somebody's calling yeah. them a goat, or they say media. goaded. And now, now I think it is more just like they're really great. Yeah, they don't mean it. But to me, yeah, when you say the greatest of all time, there's one, right? But they use it as has to be. They're one. good. They're good. Has to be. Just one. say they're good, they're or just good. say they're, they're really on. good. You're yeah. They're on a they're on a trajectory. Or give me some greatness. Like, or, oh, they'll probably they're probably top ten. They're unexpectedly good now. They're a prodigy. Yeah. They're yeah whatever. Last. Yeah. But even still, I'd rather just say music's another one if you want to get deep in this. Like best musician versus who you're into most versus what you listen to, what mood. Yeah. But yeah, just say like top ten. You could just say top ten, top twenty. Oh, he's yeah. probably in my in my top five. Yeah. So we um You want to say what even sparked it sparked it? What where it came from? Yeah. Oh yeah. And well, I was listening to the Massonomics guys this morning talking, uh, and their most recent episode, which is going to be a couple of weeks old by the time this goes out, 
about uh, something that Johnny Candido did, asking the basically ranking the top what he threw out was the top three. So. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, Candido is very smart and calculated kid. Uh, I say kid respectfully, um, admiringly. Yeah. People get offended by that, but I never mean it that way. No, I mean it like my you know my boy. <clears throat> same idea. Yeah. Um, Candido, yeah, Candido is very calculated. So I don't think he was saying these are, you know, ranked one, two, three. Yeah. Give it. I, 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 there's something going on. He's probably got a YouTube video or something coming. I think he, yeah. Perhaps, yeah. yeah. There's something happening in Candido's brain for sure. But uh, Dan Bell. Yeah. Biggest squad of all time. Biggest total, raw total with raps all time. Yeah. Um, Belkin. Yuri Belkin, arguably one of the prettiest lifters of all time. And, and Wilkes-wise, I don't know for a fact, but I assume he's very close to the top Wilkes-wise. Yeah, and Russ Orhe. Russ Orhe. And because and, as soon as Jim or I saw it, and then me and Jim were talking about it off, I was like, there's other names you got to throw in, obviously, right? Like if we're right. really voting, we got the John Hacks, probably Atwood at this point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and Eddie. Um, Throwback to Ed Cohn, who... Would be higher on my list if he still followed me on social media, but since he abandoned me, I, I can't. I, I, yeah, I have to have a, p- a point, du- a couple point deduction, a demerit or something. I was doing a live Instagram, not to throw this elsewhere, and uh, someone else Mount Mount Rushmore powerlifting, and I whipped four out really quick, really good. I think. Okay, what you got? I did Fred Halfield. Yep. Louis Simmons. Yep. Um, fuck, now I forgot. I might have gone Eddie Kurkowski. Maybe I think those are the four I threw. There's, okay. a, there's four fucking heads on that thing, right? Well, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can you can make you can make an argument for all those guys, yeah, right? For sure. Yeah. For Mount Rushmore, like, and, and Mount Rushmore to me, again, is even different than best. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure it is because because it's about old cats. Yeah. Well, no offense, fam. Well, and, and <laughs> old cats, older cats, and even older cats. Yeah, like legendary, like like uh, legacy stuff. Yeah, because like. Best uh, right now or all time, Russ is definitely in my top three. Yeah, but he's not going on my Mount Rushmore. No, same with like LeBron. A little too soon. Yeah, LeBron's probably not going on the Mount Rushmore. I don't even know if Kobe is. Yeah, but they're in the top five all time best basketball players all time, all time, all time. But they're not going on my Rushmore. Yeah, no, you know it's they're all like different colors to yeah. there's a, a lot of weird stuff behind how the heads ended up on Russia. oh i'm sure that's a whole yeah but when but, you have I mean, throw you got, politics into it yeah, yeah george washington yeah um thomas uh, jefferson i don't know if it's true or not i heard he jefferson didn't. jefferson i was out for a moment i was gonna say jackson and that would be really weird uh jefferson uh lincoln yeah and then teddy roosevelt right he was friends yeah. with this guy i knew there's some weird shit yeah because like he he doesn't necessarily fit in there right yeah, timeline or perhaps otherwise. Yeah, it's like what exactly? Uh, he contributed a lot in terms of creating national parks and stuff like that. Yeah, which and, Rushmore's in a national it, park uh, re- and blah blah. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it it's it almost is more like, um, you know, back in the day, painters would have patrons. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. who paid right. them for whatever, and so they worked them into a lot of their things, and right. eventually be, became known as masterworks or whatever and and they're in there the weirdest one this is part of the one of the weirdest things about seeing a bunch of art in italy was how many of the faces of like babies and children and stuff were actually um versions of like politicians and patrons uh, and stuff like babies? that yeah no no no, that's the weird part. You look at them, and it's a body of a baby, but it's got the facial features of, like of a grown-up. I want that of me. <laughs> well, that may be our next T-shirt. That's like a fucking uh, Wayans brother movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, so Mount Rushmore means something else. It, it means it's a giant monument to people who did stuff sure. who may or may yeah, not yeah. be the best at whatever. Yeah, it made big impact. Maybe. I mean. I don't know if we have a, a United States of America without um, without George Washington. Sure. I don't think that we have as eloquent a uh, Declaration of Independence without Thomas Jefferson. Right. I don't know if we have a country that is all one country without Lincoln. Yep. And in even even now that you know those divisions still kind of run deep. For sure. And I don't know how we fix them. Um. And then Teddy Roosevelt. So, 
Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we ended up. This is the long journey that we went on to come up with where we are today. Yeah. So Candido, yeah, brought us into that, and then we started thinking inspiration, motivation, or favorite. And then what I thought on that wrinkle is how different that is via social media era, particularly powerlifting and yeah. fitness versus major sports. Yeah. Because um, major sports athletes don't often use their social media. Social media. Yeah. You know, they still just use it as like sponsorship poster board. Maybe right. they'll post their dog here and there, but most of them. LeBron will show a little bit behind the scenes and stuff, but a lot of celebs just use it as like a billboard. Yeah. Oh, I partnered with so-and-so vodka and they post that. Yeah. Um, that's slowly what kind of made The Rock and, and Kevin Hart different, but uh, they use it as social media, but they clearly have a fucking facade on right they're mm -hmm. acting when they're doing it mm -hmm. and if you guys don't believe that i'm sorry to ruin your little parade but like they're fucking fake on social media um and so are not that your favorite fitness folk aren't either yeah um, but they're probably slightly more towards the authentic authenticity side um and i wondered if that would play a bigger role if hypothetically major sports athletes and twitter's probably actually the best one yeah where you can get a you can get a feel for a celebrity you know sometimes they'll say some things that they're getting fined for and you know they'll play the game on there a little bit and really speak their mind but if social media youtube instagram twitter celebrities were more than real selves i wonder how that would affect fan bases and jersey sales and popularity you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you get to know him better. And that's obviously like what built our career and built a lot of Russ, Russ or he. Mm -hmm. Not only is he one of the greatest in the sport himself, but he puts out a lot of content and people vibe with who he is rather than just what he does. Um, and again, sport by sport, you can show more of who you are, mm -hmm. right? Um, powerlifting, if there was no social media, you can't really show who you are. You, know, what, you got red hair, like whatever the fuck. There's nothing going on, right? You have that right. real cool socks on deadlift. There's not a lot going on. Basketball, baseball, right? Yeah. You got a lot of TV and a lot of hours yeah. that you're on. A pitcher is on camera a lot or you're paying attention to him a lot live. Right. So you're seeing, he, he can show a little flair potentially or a quarterback or something. Um, but without social media it's, or TV or anything, it's really hard to choose like a favorite. Mm -hmm. Muhammad, I've never watched a, bo a full boxing match in my entire life. Muhammad Ali's in my top three favorite athletes because I've watched all his interviews and all his speeches. Uh, so you're a fan of the person who is a boxer and not the boxer. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Muhammad Ali fan. I'm not a boxing fan. Yeah, no, I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I, I, I can be that way too. With, yeah. With, with athletes right. or whatever and he's just Sometimes so actors funny. as well like you yeah. their their persona is better than any pro any uh, property that we're ever in the only difference is so many of them that are at least good at what they do they're very recluse i feel like you know like they really yeah. just act and then they hide and i yeah. don't blame them um because their amount of fame is so high uh and even muhammad ali right he's one of the most famous dudes and there's clips of him just walking down the street with fucking hundreds of people following him as he's yelling at a camera saying something funny mm -hmm. um but yeah, we got a fat list. Shout out to Discord if you guys want to join it um, and you want to interact like this or, or get involved with the chat. You, you kind of have to be in Discord. It's the main place we do it. 50percentfacts.com. If you head there, we got a link to our Discord. It's just our server. It's basically like a group chat meets a forum. Um, and that's where we're hanging out. And that's where I pitched this idea of like, who's your favorite athlete lifter? Um, more important or more specifically, who's your most motivational athlete lifter? And then we got a fat list. And maybe we can just comment or yeah, we can we'll start just to run dig through it. And, and then we'll go at the end, we'll sort of uh, share our own. Yeah, we'll see if any of these resonate yeah. with us or not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, first up, we have Caesar who says J.M. Blakely. Yeah, old school power lifter. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, creator of the J.M. press that yeah. most people don't do correctly. Yeah, I don't know if J.M. ever spoke to me, the lift or the person. Um. Yeah. No. The, Very strong multiply guy. But. Uh. Yeah. Like I. I. I definitely knew and heard plenty of stories about JM. Not somebody that I. Um. Synced up with in terms of when I was paying the most attention. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing about inspirational and motivational. Often is either the story is crazy and you get mm -hmm. tied up into it, or you relate to them. Yeah. And that's again the beauty of, of social media. Hopefully, if someone's being authentic, you can relate to who they are, how they act, what they're into, and you can yeah. find com commonalities beyond, yeah, we all deadlift. Um, dude lifts with it with two O's. Um, Martin Lisi's, Terry Todd, Bo Jackson. Pretty solid fucking list. Terry That's Todd's a, who we uh, watched a documentary on, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. 
which is cool. And watching that story made me like Terry Todd a lot more, although I didn't know a ton about him, but I knew his face. Martin Lises is one of the, not the few, but he is the in the generation of World's Strongest Man uh, started making a lot of content. You know, so yeah. like make a lot of that makes sense. You can get to know his personality. He's not from here, right? But he lives here. Good question. Because he competes for America, but I swear he had an accent, or I'm in some weird Dunning Kruger shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a definitive answer for that. Yeah, I know, and, and everyone's gonna laugh at me. Yeah, for not well, knowing, but I'm pretty sure he's got an accent. I only know what I know. So. Yeah, yeah. Fuck y'all. I yeah. only know what I know too. Yeah. And then Bo Jack's kind of an easy one, right? That's like. Yeah. Who's going to hate on BoJack? Yeah. We used to uh, have a BoJackson rookie card yeah. for um, inspiration and good luck. We should look uh, at this in front of us. The stats on it, because we talked about a little bit with Dean even, where I, I think Dion had a better dual career than BoJack, right? That's a possibility. I yeah. think Dion had the best dual career in sports history. I believe that that's very possible. I think because because uh, BoJackson had an injury thing with yeah. his hip that. Yeah. that, that Affected both sides. Yeah, shorted it a little bit. Yeah, yeah he was definitely. I don't know about definitely. I was gonna say maybe he's a, a better football player, but I don't know. A lot of people say Dion's top three all time DBs too. My dad, like an old school cat, you know, from Cleveland. So like, and everyone just kind of hates the Cowboys. Yeah. And so uh, when I was watching football more, Dion was more on the Cowboys than that, and he was obviously very showy. Mm. And I, I tended to play a little showy without being showy. Like, I, I didn't, like, celebrate. I put a little flair on how I played rather than, like, showboating or I wouldn't make a shot and, like, beat my chest. I would just do an around-the-back pass type shit. But I only did it when it was, like, semi-logical. Mm-hmm. That kind of makes sense. And so my dad never hated how I played, but he hated how Dion played. And I was a huge Dion fan. <laughs> so, like, I'd try to, like, buy, like, a fucking cowboy football or something. Just throw that out the house, throw it in the trash type shit. Yeah, he was very upset at that. That's but Dion, and then, like, just, like, some of his pictures and shit are so iconic. He's got, yeah. like, he's got, like, a fucking perm deal, and he's all blinged out before that was, like, a thing. I, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, he kind of had a mullet. He inspired my mullet a lot. Bojack, yeah, but Joe Bojack's just a freak. That dude would be the best power lifter of all time if we ever got into it. Sean Taylor, linebacker, I believe. That's where we're headed. Not a bad pit take by uh by Mig here. Um I wonder why though. I should have asked for more details on some people yeah. went into details and not. He just said Sean Taylor, and that could be like your favorite player. Often in like football or some of those sports I was talking about where the position I feel like is more specialized. Mm-hmm. If you played that position, Right, you choose someone that you like in that position. Where like basketball, like yeah, I was a point guard, so Magic Johnson was my favorite. But like y- y- everyone's doing the same shit, you yeah. know. Where like if you play baseball and you play first base, a pitcher might not be your f- favorite player. You're going to try to find a first baseman that you relate with, probably even more specifically. Yeah, it, it kind of depends. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, because uh, uh, in part because guys coming up don't always necessarily track into a particular position until right. until later on. Yeah, I think it's with, similar to football. If you're in yeah. high school and you play quarterback, it's just because you're the best player on the team. Yeah, and then when you go to college, you'll play whatever yeah. and, and probably the best looking. Yeah, probably. And yeah, same, I don't know why that's probably true, same with baseball true. often too, right? You're the pitcher in high school because you're just the best. Yeah, and then who knows where you end up in college or single A. Yeah. Uh, we can't skip over the fact that Sean Taylor was murdered in 2007. So crazy, right? Yeah. Chargers? Am I way off? Uh, you're Bills? Uh, Redskins. Fuck. Yep. Way off for sure. Yeah. Redskins. Nineties though. I know the yeah. era. Now the Washington. What are they? Uh, they switched again. I think. They were the Washington f- football team. Football team, and now there's something else. Yeah. I don't know. They made. They didn't make a switch. But he. What he played for was the Redskins. So. Um. Jake's just patronizing me. So we'll there, this is not the only mention of your I name. I know, but they're in our Discord. It's unfair patron. Like, they're I, antagonizing me. I will. Okay. So I agree with that. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that that I'm not going to discount how people f- felt at the time that they locked in to content that you were For sure. a significant part of and how they saw either themselves there or for sure they, or whatever i i i you know this is a, a legacy that we can't actually just like no i think people relate to how i approach things yeah you know where i can and, and i've tweeted about it many times where you can take something a craft a hobby a skill very seriously without taking yourself seriously or overly seriously and i think that's something people relate to you know that 
not everyone bashes their head against a wall before they squat, you know, but Mm -hmm. you can still be a very good squatter and get into shit and feel like it's important and give it importance while still, you know, having some fun. And I do think people relate to that. And I don't know if I was just joking, Jake. Maybe Jake relates to that. Lovely. Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. is a a big hit, I think, on on all accounts. I'm not a baseball guy by any means, and I'm a Ken Griffey fan. Style, Obviously, athleticism. Yeah, athleticism beyond what your sport like needs. Like he's one of the freakiest athletes in all sports. Yeah, and he ends up in baseball. Obviously, his stats and his gameplay speak for themselves. Um, good-looking cat. Like he, he kind of hits the. If he was in a different era, and he even did good. Like I, I don't know about the '80s, '90s that much baseball but i assume not many of them even now get like signature shoes and shit like that's such a rare occurrence that's a, still pretty rare yeah baseball, and and, yeah. and I, I don't know if he was the first but he's definitely like one of the most iconic to kind of be in that range with nike get his own jackets mm-hmm. and shit um so I, I would and baseball is kind of in a weird space right now i i feel like popularity wise like views and the core is good but the, like what it's doing is a little shaky like if ken griffey came about in a different era he could be an and he was a megastar, but he could be an absolute dominant celebrity. B- baseball is in transition right now. It's trying to figure out who it wants to be yeah. going forward. Yeah, where it's going for sure. Uh, there's another silent mic mention. There's some fucking. We need to change these profile pics, fam. That one's not allowed anymore. Do you know that meme, Jack D? Yeah, I don't. Oh, uh, you don't want to. All right, I, I, I'm. I'll, Dude's I'll, got an anaconda head and like 3D out that picture. Oh. Yeah, it was a very popular meme maybe ten oh. years ago. That might be a and then Chris Bumstead. If that's not a list that'll never be mentioned on again. <laughs> it's probably both for our looks, I assume. Our physiques. <laughs> Me and the C bum. Uh Randy Moss. Yeah. Yeah, Frico. Yeah. Yeah. How can you not be a Moss fan? Yeah. Straight cash, homie. One of my favorite quotes of all time. You know that quote? He was getting like fined like twenty grand or something because he probably dropped an f bomb or yeah, danced yeah. in the end zone. And he's walking to like his car in the parking lot, and interviewers are like, "How are you going to pay that fine, Mister Ross? <laughs> Straight <laughs> cash, cash homie. homie. Fucking hops in the whip. That's Love that. Amazing. Joe Mauer. Beyond me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Joe Mauer. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah, beyond me. Soli's been in in uh, in the Discord for a long time though. Shout out Soli. Yeah, I don't know. Baseball catcher Joe Maurer. There you go. Yeah, that's well beyond me. I know Mike Piazza. That's the only fucking catcher I ever know. Spent his entire career with the Minnesota Twins, so I'm going to assume. Twins fan? Oh, and Randy Moss. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Sully, dude. You can't step out of your fucking Minnesota shit. <laughs> uh, Mr. Eddie Drizzle says, Lionel Messi. Kobe Pirlo. Who's Eden? Eden Hazard. I don't know. That's a good question. I Lionel Messi, I think, is a great fucking take, Eddie. That's probably the smartest thing you've ever said. Shout out to my boy, Eddie. Kobe's obviously a great take. I think Kobe's fan base was already... And I was never a Kobe hater, but I was never like a yeah. Kobe fan. Um, just because yeah. we played so differently it is nothing that spoke to me. But obviously, his his unfortunate passing and unexpected passing elevated him to probably be on that Mount Rushmore type you know, just because of just because of like stories and and, and timelines and and sad and his daughter, you know, yeah. like, and his legacy was going to be and is going to be great regardless of his passing. He was already legendary, top ten all time, hands down. Uh, but it does switch the stories up. Yeah, like I forgot the stat. Uh, shout out to Bill Russell, RIP, who just passed as well. But out of the top seventy five, which is a kind of a random list, but they do make a legitimate list of top 75 nba players of mm-hmm. all time um i think only had three had like passed oh up until kobe and that was maybe like four and then now bill russell is like five which mm. is pretty wild because yeah. it is kind of a newish sport yeah in, in that sure. regard eden hazard's a belgian soccer player i, fe- I feel like know. eddie has got you know he's he's about the footy yeah i know pirlo pirlo and, and lionel messi they're hits man can't miss but i didn't know hazard i didn't well, we do now. Yeah. Uh, My boy D. Silent Mike again. Uh, Taylor Atwood. Yeah, Atwood's a fucking stud. And I see him stepping more into the content game. His popularity will definitely grow there beyond just his, his platform performances. But he's easily in the conversation for longevity, dominance, um, and, and the gap between him and, you know, two, three, four, five in his weight class 
is is pretty undeniable. Uh, pure strength and performance. He, he he can go down as the best powerlifter all time. I think if he continues, depending on what route. I, I know he's. I don't know if it's a joke or not, but he's talking about going up a weight class hmm. uh, and going head to head with Russ. Right, like there's there's a lot of things to be said about his talent. It's kind of a quiet talent. Like he's been winning IPF championships for a fucking decade, you know, and his numbers are insane. For like I think he's seventy four kilo, seventy three kilo, whatever they bounce back and forth with. Uh, Bryce, shout out to Krawcheck, good homie of mine, very smart dude, great content, some of the most underrated content in YouTube history. Crazy strong, crazy smart. Hard to argue that one too. A lot of these dudes, you know, they have the they have the the, the the platform performances to back up also their their great personalities, content, and what they do for the uh, for the uh, industry and, and the niche. Shout out my boy Chili. We got um, yeah John Randall, another football guy. Chili plays college football, so it all makes sense. Even though I'd absolutely wreck him if he went head to head with me. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was I was just fucking I'd put him in the wall. I think John Randall's even Chili's got to be fucking twenty years old for all I know. <laughs> Let's say twenty-one because he got a red cup in his profile. Then I'll get him arrested. We know that's not water, kid. I I I I think John Randall's before my time. He's probably early nineties. I think I might be wrong. He might even be eighties. Uh, he's fifty-four now. So okay, nineties. Yeah, nineties, early two thousands. Ho- yeah, Hall of Fame in twenty ten. Yeah, that tells you anything. Yeah, yeah, it's the nineties. Yeah. Um, big tuna. Furious Pete, and just in terms of uh, not not as a competing lifter, but beating cancer multiple times, continuing to grind, keep going, fitness is. Uh, yeah, great take, great guy. Pete's one, a good dude. Yeah, one of my faves for sure. One of my favorites in the game. One of my favorites in life. A um, lot of great content, both food and fitness, uh, and obviously strong as an ox in many many ways. That there's a real trick um, to being popular. But not being full of yourself, and yeah, and Pete does not take himself seriously. He takes his okay. So here's the key. If you want the key to it, I'm this is my camera right now, or maybe this one. This is my camera. Put your audience first, Pete. Um, put your audience first, and, you, and then you but you're not putting yourself first, and so when you do that, you're you're immediately like humbled, Pete. Pete. He's like legendary in the YouTube game. You know, some of his food stuff was so early YouTube and so big. You know, yeah. YouTube's expanded like crazy. So like the numbers you like can't compare, but a million subs in like 2012 or whenever he had it was is astronomical. He was yeah. probably he was probably top 30, top 50 YouTubers in the game. Yeah. Um he's an originator um and like you said, just good 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 dude, fun to have fun to hang. I used to see him a lot more when I traveled to Toronto more, so it's been a while, but Really good dude, good choice. Bryce Lewis, another great choice. That was the backup plan or the uh, the more lifty plan. Um, uh, another great option. Yeah, I yeah, you have to admire Bryce. You yeah, have to admire him. Many ways. Yeah, he um, was really kind of one of the early guys to speak out about mental health stuff in you know among lifters and uh, has taken his own training very seriously and does not. Like, he doesn't make a statement about, you know, this is a good thing to do unless he's already done it and feels comfortable yeah. with it, you know? He, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of him and obviously the 3DMJ guys, which is his kind of um, mentors in the game. He was he was a bodybuilder under Roberto and, and Eric Helms, and I can't speak highly enough about them all, but uh, Bryce as well as them have really uh, evolutionized what it looks like to be a good coach, taking a holistic approach rather than just X's and O's and proteins and carbs. Um, they focus on the human. Um, and so that's something amazing that, that I admire about Bryce beyond, beyond his clear uh, work ethic and, 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 and top-level lifting. Yeah, I, I'm going to argue Dom now, though, because he went in and said, Bo Jackson, we're just saying who your favorite is and inspiration all this shit, and he automatically comes and says, Bo Jackson, greatest athlete to ever live. That's just such a hard fucking statement. And that's why we literally made this question. Is yeah. Man, you throw LeBron James in some pads, and he's the man's causing a ruckus. Yeah. He moves like Bojack, but now he's 6'8". Yeah. 2'8". He's got 60 pounds on him. You know, Deion Sanders, you know, there's a lot of fucking freakos out there, man. Yeah. And how do you compare these freakos? Look, I'm a Bojack fan. Um, don't want to pick on you, Dom. But as soon as you make a black and white statement like that, 
it's fucking difficult, bro. Vince Carter, dude's jumping 50 inches through the sky, you know, like by what measurement? And if you say athlete, then we got to go to athleticism, which is change of direction, vertical, yeah. speed, coordination. You can't you can't say that stuff without, you know, Michael fucking Jordan. You know, what if that dude just ate steak all day and lifted weights instead of basketball? Who knows? He could have been a wide receiver. Randy Moss. Th yeah. There's just freakos everywhere. Yeah. Freakos everywhere. Adrian Peterson. People who would have been good at any sport, they just chose the sport they yeah. chose. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's been a joke, but like LeBron James could probably throw on pads and play in the NFL right now. Yeah. You know? And it's just absurd. It's just like the the amount of money, time, risk of injury is just different. I feel like than than the Deion Sanders Bojack era to play different sports, and they already played the most dangerous one, and then they went to baseball mm. rather than the opposite, mm -hmm. right? Where Jordan or LeBron would be going basketball, which is dangerous, you mm. get fucked up for sure. But then going to football, chance of risk of injury goes up. If you're playing outfield in fucking baseball, chance of getting highly injured is. Yeah, it, don't be an in, idiot. Running into the wall or running into another outfielder; yeah. those are your those yeah. are your potential problems. Yeah, don't be yeah. an idiot. You'll yeah. probably be all right. Yeah. It's not like they're going out there and fucking throwing. Uh, yeah, I mean, some guys lay out pretty rough. Yeah, for for a catch and 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 then just hitting the wall. Yeah, that's that's and that's all about like how safe is the how safe is the ballpark? Sure, you know, sure. But yeah, percentage wise, I bet you it's yeah nothing compared to a football. Uh. Most beautiful. He's responding to Ken Griffey. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would, I would argue that point. The most beautiful swing in baseball history is Will Clark, and then everybody else. I don't know anything about any of it. Yeah, fucking sweetest swing ever. I just, just know like Ken Griffey threw a three sixty dunk. That's why he's my favorite baseball yeah, okay. player. Yeah, okay. that's all I got. <laughs> uh, we got Bill Bates in his in Dom's. Uh, oh, uh, the backup plan. Yeah, and then Dorian Yates. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. So, like, Dorian and, like, Ronnie, Jay Cutler, some of those guys, it wasn't, like, necessarily social media because I think they are technically filmed for documentaries, um, but they ended up on YouTube, at least when I watched them. Yeah, yeah. You could get a real vibe of some of these bodybuilders. Even Kai Green. Mm -hmm. You know, why is Kai Green so popular? Like, yeah, his physique was insane, but it had to be some of these, like, YouTube videos that were semi-produced, documentaries that went out. Um, and Dorian, same thing. Um, I saw some documentaries of him, like, in his early days, you know, training in some kind of dungeon and his intensity and all that. Like, yeah, that that makes you a fan. Mm -hmm. I I think you can scroll around and see someone's physique and be like, yeah, that's cool. I'd like to look like that. But like to become a fan of someone or truly inspired by someone, there, there's got to be some depth to the character. Mm -hmm. You have to know something about somebody. And that's where, like, I argue. And maybe it's just, again, me being me. And I've never been like that, you know, about celebrities or athletes more we've talked about it like fictional stuff or like has 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 like inspired me or tied to me more because you learn about fucking yoda yeah <laughs> you know I, I never learned about jordan really until now like You're that's right. why save the last dance was such a popular documentary because you really learned about him and i read the books and i read the articles and i watched every game and i watched all the interviews but you still don't learn about them the same way as following ronnie coleman for 12 weeks putting barbecue sauce on his chicken every morning you know what i mean yeah. like it's such a different vibe of the human so being being a fan of like a bodybuilder almost makes more sense to me than like a pro athlete yeah you know like a dorian even though he was a different era yeah for sure um, last but not least bruce lee it's difficult to argue with bruce lee unless there are like conspiracy theories about yeah about bruce lee kind of like those about like what he accomplished and what he really accomplished and then uh the whole business about how he died yeah. Yeah, isn't there even some conspiracies about him being a fake? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, like, I don't know that that could possibly be true. But. And I don't know if it's because of how I was raised or what, but I've never seen a Bruce Lee. Bart hates this. I've never seen, I don't know if I've seen a Bruce Lee movie in my life. Maybe one. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple. Yeah. I think Jet, Li, Jet Li's a newer generation, right? I think yeah, I've seen yeah. one of his because he was in a movie with DMX. Yeah. I like fucking rap. And then, like, but like, I, I just wasn't raised on those type of movies. And Jackie yeah, I wasn't Chan, really either, Jackie, Chan Jackie Chan for my era, just because Rush Hour is so iconic, one of my favorite movies ever. Um, Jackie Chan was is more of a full package in the same way I think that that Bruce Lee was as well. Yeah, I think you know the way I remember seeing Bruce Lee as a kid was he was in um, the series of the Green Hornet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he was yeah. Kato in yeah, the yeah. Green Hornet. I remember that more than than the other stuff. Than movies, he, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, 
obviously his physique. I've heard a lot of like the aesthetic movement guys, the guys that aren't into bodybuilding but into the aesthetics, yeah. are Bruce Lee fans because yeah. he's just shredded to the bone and good musculature but not big. Yeah, obviously athletic and could move his body through space. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just one. Yeah, I think maybe because of the movies or the era. Even though it's not like Bart's that much older than me. But it's just never like ties, yeah, never called to me at all. Mm. Any movie guy hasn't really called to me, you know? Hmm. Like, who's your fave celeb? And, eh. Yeah. Vince I, Vaughn, just because I think he's like such a, like, not even a method actor, but he's like a character, you know, he's just himself. Yeah. And I think he's witty. Yeah. You can tell, like, because he's the same fucking character in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, he doesn't speak to his range as an actor. Right. But, but yeah. it probably speaks to, like, having a beer with him would yeah. be just as funny as watching Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I think that the strangest fit for him was the shot for shot remake of Psycho. I didn't see it. There's a bunch of, like, little random ones, right? Because he's, like, a photographer in Jurassic Park. Probably just getting his way into yeah. Hollywood type shit. But yeah. that was after Swinger. Who knows? But. Yeah, he he played the Norman Basil, the central character, in the shot really? for shot remake of Psycho. I didn't know that. Yeah, it it is uncomfortable. The movie's uncomfortable. It's yeah. very uncomfortable. I saw the original Psycho. I told you that's what I think caused all my fucking issues with old movies. My mom and sister had like a weird thing where like one summer, because mom was a teacher, we'd have summers off, or she had summers off, so she's hanging with us, and we like rented an old ass movie every day, and I'm like, dude, it just felt like torture. I was like too young to care, <laughs> and then I'm just forced to watch. You know what I mean? I'm like probably fifth grade or fourth grade where none of this is clicking at all. Sam, how old were you when I showed you Psycho? 11, 12, maybe? Yeah, maybe similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been showing the movies, yeah. old, old movies. That, that, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, my, my, my kids grew up on old movies and new movies and whatever else. My sister, for some reason, was an Alfred Hitchcock fan. I, I don't know. Yeah, I I had been a, like a minor Hitchcock fan, and then there were some movies that hadn't been re-released in a long time that came out in theaters, semi-restored kind of in the early-ish 80s and I was like oh this is really this is really good yet you just you have to think about how they're telling the story and how it's not going to be on 100% naturalistic sure you're not gonna go okay well life would be actually be people would react like this yeah yeah, yeah. no it's just it's a it's a kind of storytelling yeah yeah take it how it is yeah yeah so that's kind of how I felt about it so uh our own choices lifters uh, what, should we do lifters? We can do it and all, then, and then athletes. Yeah, we can just whip a bunch out. I already did my athletes. I, th- I think Muhammad Ali's top notch for me. Jordan, just because of the era I grew up in, it was kind of impossible not to be a Jordan fan and a Bulls fan. You know, I'm fucking in third grade and whatever year, probably '92, and he's going crazy. Uh, Space Jam came out, similar thing. Yeah. They, they tie in the children. You know, like you're a Bugs Bunny fan, you're a kid fan. I'm in fifth grade, of course, or probably younger, probably third, fourth. Love Space Jam. Already like Jordan, and you just sucked in. Muhammad Ali was an obsession a little bit later just because of the interviews, and I just always thought he was so fucking funny, and I still mm-hmm. do. You know, I literally will watch his clips <laughs> last week, and I just love it. Um, lifters, I don't know, you know, because it's so tied to what we do and everyone we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Russell Orhe because he's taken so many paths similar to mine um, and excelled at them all. Um, where, yeah, the best powerlifters in the world have to have jobs. Um, so not that the other, the Dan Bells and the Yuri Belkin, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Yuri Belkin, overseas things might happen differently, but whoever, right? Dan Greens or whatever. Yeah. You got to work really, really hard because you have to support your living because your athletic career doesn't. Does not, yeah. Um, but for or, or for us to, you know, to put out the content, to put out the clothes, to put out all these things in a younger generation and do it his way, I think mm-hmm. that's really cool where – you know, I swear there's a tweet and everyone's going to say, all right, old fogey, whatever. I swear there's a tweet in like 2016, me at Russ saying like, yo, this powerlifting thing needs some style in the game because old school powerlifting had no culture really. Like it it built its own weird culture, not good. It was a weird culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's toxic culture. Uh, and then there's no like style about it, right? We're like, yeah. you go to a basketball game, you're going to see the basketball players all dress, walk, talk similarly. You may hate that. That's fine. I like culture, and I think that's cool um, when it's all positive. The sneakers, you know, there's no negative to all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Eddie Cohn, Yuri Belkin, because of how technical he is as a lifter. I've always looked at Yuri and some of the uh, the other kind of you know Russian style lifters, but those are kind of the main ones that come to mind. Randy Moss, because he was a freak during the era. I watched a lot of football. Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. Steve Youngs, he's kind of hard nosed, a little bit different for the quarterback position. I don't know. Um, 
You mentioned Steve Young. I'm a big fan of 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 Joe Montana and yeah. and Steve Young accomplishing very similar things in very different ways. Yeah, and in a row. I got a I got a Notre Dame autographed uh, Montana ball. Maybe oh. we should bring it in here. Be oh, cool. nice. Yeah, put it on set. Yeah. Um. Uh. With Montana, there was never a point in a game as long as there was still time on the clock. Yeah. That you didn't think it was possible that he could pull something off. He's a freak, um, time and time again. Yeah, it just always, always, always. And uh, you know, you tend to to become a fan of the people of the teams that you watch most often, right? And well. they're Niners. We're NorCal yeah. guys, yeah. right? Yeah, makes um, sense. Raiders weren't good growing up, so I became a Niners fan. Yeah. In in the same vein, um, uh, they the Giants just re- retired Will Clark's jersey over the weekend. Uh, number no one else will ever wear number twenty two. Number twenty two is the most popular number in baseball for, for no if, if, for for Giants for, to uh, have worn. Yeah, Everybody because wants yeah, because of, of him. Everybody yeah, of wanted to wear that number. Nobody can wear it. I didn't know that. That's funny. Um, I, pl- I wore number twenty two a lot. Oh, did you? Yeah, not because uh, of that. <laughs> um, but uh, 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 Brandon Crawford current shortstop there's a picture some great pictures of of will clark holding him as like a toddler yeah that's because cool. he grew up you know being a giants yeah fan. legacy shit um one of my favorite players of all time one and be someone who became an inspirational player because of the way that he quit he he was a giant until he couldn't be a giant anymore he went became a texas ranger and then he ended his career with the Cardinals. And his last year was basically as good as as his first years. And decided to go out on top uh, to be home with his son, who's neurodivergent. Yeah. He's on the, on the spectrum. And he's like, my kid needs me more than baseball needs me and more than I need baseball. Especially in baseball where, like, the longevity – um, again, despite pitchers, but even still, like the longevity, you can play for a really long time, you know, if you don't fuck around. Yeah. Um, to quit at the top is a lot more rare. Yeah. Like it's becoming more popular with running backs because those motherfuckers just get obliterated all day, right? So like, yeah, you're at the top, you have enough money, maybe you won a Super Bowl, whatever. Yeah, retire five years in. But yeah. with baseball, it is a rare thing. And he he went from being really kind of, you know, a brash early 20s, guy who 100% spoke his mind all the time. Yeah. To sometimes to sometimes to his detriment to now being just kind of an inspirational figure. Like he gave a speech over the weekend at this this uh ceremony that was like it was amazing. Yeah. It was this kind of like one of probably one of my favorites because he acknowledged a lot of the people who were there and people who even weren't there who had played a role in his career. Yeah, humble. Very yeah, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's cool to see people grow up like that. If you're a fan, right? Like you saw him in his early twenties, yeah. and you see him now and as a dad. My, yeah, my connection was I rem- remember watching his first major league at bat, and I was actually on the phone with my late best friend, oh, dope. and we're like, "Who is this guy?" And he comes up and he smashes a home run off of Nolan Ryan. Yeah, in his first major league yeah. at bat, it's like holy crap! You like, make noise. Yeah, this this is this guy is amazing. And uh, and you know obviously lost my my best friend so that it means more to me for sure and then kind of just like one my one A is Buster Posey because number one he didn't have to speak out loudly to have an impact yeah it was a lot of the way he played well way a lot of the way he conducted himself yeah but he was also I mean he also was able to be direct with with teammates and stuff and say hey that's just don't fucking do that or yeah, yeah. you know whatever he was not without being an asshole yeah he probably had respect in the locker room you yeah assume. yeah somebody who was able from the beginning of his career to to be able to to speak truth without being an asshole yeah fair fair any lifters too deep kind of too deep yeah. i don't know because well, uh, we just rub elbows with them all it's kind of weird yeah it, it it is weird and and probably the the people that i've spent the most time like actually hanging out with we're multiply lifters and this is not going to be a comment i'm uh, not going to be a uh, a, um, a popular sentiment but i think that a lot of them their accomplishments are diminished not by the gear but by the judging yeah yeah or, or a combo time. yeah yeah or yeah. or some combination yeah, for sure i mean if you're wearing gear you're wearing gear whatever yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. know right but, but if you're 
unless everyone acknowledges, oh, you know, the squat is a different standard. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the the argument of uh, um, lift to your standard or lift to the judge's standard. Yeah, and I would always rather lift to my standard. Yeah, right. I want to hit depth. I don't care if the judges are calling high squats. I'm not going to squat high. Right. I'm going to hit my depth. I'm going to hit my pause. And, and, and so the whole world knows I hit it to the standard of the rule book or my own personal standard. Um, and that's why I think you're getting that. Where like the, the ref ruled that and then the, the lifters started to take advantage of that. And then the suits got tighter and weights got heavier and it kind of ruined. That's literally what ruined the sport. Yeah. that <laughs> And it happens in raw too. Yeah. Right. Weird calls, high squats. Judges are getting nervous at a world record. It's a fast pause command. And now we're, we're going down the hill. Yeah. Yeah, because um, there's no like ranking for it, and I know the USAPL kind of does, where they're like, "Oh, I'm a local judge, I'm an international mm-hmm. judge, this and that," but like, it's fucking hard to become a referee at an NBA finals. Yeah, you got to do seventh and eighth grade, you got to do some high school, then you got to do high school playoffs, then you got to do high school championships, and maybe you get a track, you know, a D three college. You got to work yourself up this and prove that you're consistent under pressure, under big calls, under different circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just don't have that timeline or the frequency of of practice for referees in this sport because you're not refing a, you ref even high school you're refing three games a week yeah or more probably six because you're doing two games per sesh you know and you just don't get that practice as a ref or that ladder to grow um yeah uh the most impressive thing i've ever seen uh, a lifter do was was andy bolton's first um over a thousand pounds. Yeah, deadlift. first style off the ground. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been more excited about any particular lift ever, ever. And the whole room exploded. That yeah. was like amazing. I do wonder, uh, you know, shout out to Riggs for absolutely obliterating 1075 deadlift, uh, about as clean as I've ever seen a world, world, world record. Right, yeah. Um, and there's still controversy because I it's know. the internet and yeah. it's powerlifting. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're, you know, heading down that world. Um, I do wonder, you know, they talk about like the ceiling, you know, now that there's been a couple thousand pound poles. Because yeah. Andy Bolden is just like a different category, obviously. Yeah. Multiply and years ago. Right. I do wonder if, you know, I know Jamal probably or for sure has it in him, but I wonder if there's going to be a bunch of fucking thousand pound poles all of a sudden. Maybe so. Yeah. Because psychology of it is all weird. Yeah. The, if you don't f- think anyone can do it, then you're yeah. not worried about whether you can do it. And once somebody does it, then yeah, it's it game on. suddenly becomes possible. Yeah. yeah. Game on. Um, I think we're moving. We'll be in uh, uh, this Santa is Clara. Wednesday, so yes, Santa Clara, thirteenth, fourteenth. Come by the booth. I don't know the booth number, but the expo won't be the, that big. If you go through the main gates, we'll be on the left somewhere. Um, come say what's up. Come with some prizes. Come check out the new launch. The new launch is only going to be live for our Discord crew. If you guys want to join that, or at the expo, and then eventually the rest of you plebs will get it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much new episodes every Wednesday Friday be sure to subscribe share these things out it helps a lot 3sb.co August 15th is our full biggest collection launch Phys Ed 2 couple tees bunch of hoodie sweats um, and some tees some shorts and uh, we'll catch you in the next one fam I am at DJ McD on all the social media this show is 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers we are a Spreaker Prima podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we will be back to you next time, probably with guests, I'm thinking. Not next time, because next time is a Friday episode, but you know what I mean. Next week. Next week, Wednesday, we will likely have some kind of guesting going on. We'll see you then.